Well, we're coming live from the Somebody Loves You studio for a special Thanksgiving episode podcast. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving. When you think about Thanksgiving, Scott, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? Mm, turkey sandwiches. Turkey. <laughs> turkey sandwiches, ham sandwiches. I like ham. Family. Family. Hanging out. You said food football. first. Football. Football. Lots of football. No, but honestly, um, just we were just talking, praying before we came on here. Thanksgiving... Uh, it took on a different meaning for me when I became a Christian, mm. you know, like, you know, Thanksgiving is celebrated once a year for the rest of the world. But I think for us, and I said it earlier, I think it's something that we need to be cognitive of all the time, being, mm. giving thanks to God for everything all the time. The Bible says that through mm. all through, through prayer and, and uh, you know, making our prayers known before God. Yeah. Prayers of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Wayne. You like Thanksgiving? I love Thanksgiving. Why, what, yeah. what, no, what I, pops I, out I, to I, you? He likes pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat. Uh, but on, on a serious note, I think everything that Scott was just mentioning, um, more so I think everything that we've gone through um, this past year, you know, when things are taken away from you, mm. um, things that you taken for have taken for granted, you know, a lot of people have gone through a lot of loss this year, and you, it's, it's unfortunate, but you don't tend to be uh, overly thankful until mm. the things that you uh, that you once had are, are taken from mm. you, be it family members, be it freedom, be it um, different things in life, you know. And, it, and I, I hope what this holiday mm. does for for many people is allow us to center in on that, get refocused on um, the goodness of God over and over again in Scripture. Mm. So even the Psalms, give thanks to the Lord for He is good, His mercy endures mm. forever. You know, and uh, that's a truth that uh, outs- outlives the and outs- outlives the test of time. You know, mm-hmm. God is good; His mercy endures forever, and thankfulness. And we'll get into it in this podcast. Uh, does so much in your own walk and relationship with the Lord. Yeah, when when I think about Thanksgiving, the food obviously comes to mind: gravy on, on the mashed potatoes, ham, turkey, biscuits. Um, you said football, uh, usually playing football or softball in the morning with the guys, kind of. It's always a time for family and friends to get together. Um, I always get together with my family. Uh, now that, that I'm married, I always go to the in-laws and the kids are there. And a, a lot of times we, we start off by, uh, before we eat, everybody kind of gives thanks for, you know, give it all, all the kids and the adults an opportunity. What are you thankful for this year? Um, it's something that has roots. Um, you brought up the Bible. The, obviously, uh, that's where we have so much of our foundation. When we look at the United States of America, and you know, kind of going on what you just said, Wayne, 2020 has been a crazy year for all of us. We know that. Um, I think that this time of year could be very special for all of us across our nation to truly give thanks for what we do have. Um, and I, I've always encouraged people when you're bummed out in life, when you're discouraged, start giving thanks for all the things that you do have mm. and things are put into perspective. Because sometimes you're like, man, I wish I had a nicer car. I wish I had more money in the bank account. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. But when you start giving thanks for the things that you do have, your health, maybe a roof over your head, maybe whatever kind of car it is to transport back and forth and the children that you have, the wife that you have, you start saying like, you know what? My life's not as bad as I perceive it to be sometimes. And there's something that really can impact your life when you start giving thanks. Um, going through like a little bit of history of our roots of the United States of America, obviously there were Thanksgiving traditions that were in England as well. 
Um, and then for the United States, when the pilgrims uh, came here, uh, there are historical events that took place, I believe like in 1620, 1621, um, of what took place in Plymouth where uh, the pilgrims and the natives at that time, obviously uh, there were, you know, you know, bloodshed that took place over the time. But I, I, history tells us there was uh, a winter that was really tough, uh, a winter that was very tough for the pilgrims to make it through. And there was was some like natives that actually helped them along the way. The and wamp, once Wampamog or something like yeah, that. Yeah, once a big harvest took place that the pilgrims were able to partook with, they shared it with the natives there. It's a special story. Um, but really, it was already, you know, into their culture back in England that they brought over to the States of something to always give thanks for what you have been given. And giving of thanks is a prayer. It, it's it being thankful for what you do have. It's found through Scripture. And so what do you think about that? Maybe some of the, the historical aspects, Scott, of Thanksgiving. Um, it's funny, too, because the things that you're taught in grade school— and then you read the the account. It was not such this wonderful yeah. picture. Yeah. You know, it was actually they had some uh, they had some squabbles with mm. the local mm. tribes when they all of a sudden all these white people started coming. I guess they had lived on the ship for almost yeah. a year. Yeah. A lot of deaths. Yeah. A lot of death because of sickness, yeah. and then those infections spread to some of the Indians. But it was uh, a couple of people from that tribe watched them bury something like forty something people mm. from their party on land and they decided he went to the tribal leaders and said we need to help these people mm -hmm. the indians actually said that and uh they met it was i think it was squanto or something was the one that was taken as a slave yeah. back to england learned english and then somehow found his way back to the u.s mm -hmm. or to the to the states and then he was the one that was chosen i knew you paid attention in school Scott. you know yeah. I, some of those things, i don't know anything some <laughs> of those things are really interesting though you know yeah but uh you know he was the one that actually uh interpreted he he spoke english and they were blown away by that but uh we, we talk about turkey you know mm -hmm. we don't know what kind of food they actually had on the table back True. then but i bet it was I bet it was bomb. Yeah. They had a lot of wild deer, I heard, like some wild deer, a lot of wild pheasant and weird stuff like that. But more so, I think it was interesting. Is pheasant good? Pheasant? Yeah, pheasant's good. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Deep fried, anything's good, right? <laughs> Put ketchup on it. Um, no, the they ketchup? Yeah, I don't know, but I would, I would, if I would have been alive back in the day, I would have invented ketchup. It's one of the most amazing <laughs> food groups. It's somewhere in the food group, but I love ketchup. Um, but I, I always think about that, what it must have been like to be at that, at that first time, three days of, of, of harvest yeah. they had. I would say probably um, there are a lot of phenomenal uh, dinners that take place now today. Mm. And maybe if you go back at that time, I would say it, there might be a lot of humble aspects of it. Big time. You know, and I think that that's something that's so important because sometimes for us, it's very easy for us in the States to make everything so commercialized. Mm. Same thing with Christmas, uh, so often it happens and you lose the meaning of it. I think that when you have a little, you're, you're thankful for it, mm. you know, and you see the sustain. You know, when I hear the story of what they went through and, and the pain and the agony of a, a hard winter and the importance of giving thanks because it's so easy to give thanks when everything's going well. Yeah. But really takes a man or a woman of God to give thanks when th things are going tough. Um, when you look at that way, and maybe there's something historically that kind of st stands out to you from what uh, Scott's talking about or something biblical when it comes to Thanksgiving. 
I just think as we're talking, I'm, all the, the spiritual roots in all of the holidays, you know, the, whether you, you mentioned things being commercialized. I mean, after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is Christmas. And it'll be interesting to see what the next, what this season looks like for us as a nation right now and all the craziness we're mm-hmm. living in. But you even think of back in, um, uh, in world wars and, and the, there's ceasefire on mm-hmm. Christmas. You know, there's peace. There's recognized, mm-hmm. like, you know, there, there's a bigger meaning to all of this, and there's a bigger meaning to life. Mm-hmm. And in, in times, especially on this holiday, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned the, the importance of, of humility, you know, and I think that's what really, as a people, we have to get back to. We have been so blessed in this nation. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that we suffer losing are trivial in um, comparison to what other third world countries are going through. We have mm-hmm. such a small worldview at times mm-hmm. in our own country. And um, to teach our kids, I think it's a lesson to, to not, to, Scott and I were talking about this earlier, to not let these times go by and miss out the teachable moments mm-hmm. for, for your family. Yeah. Um, these are opportunities and times really that are gonna mold and shape our children's future. Mm-hmm. And if they can't watch us have a thankful heart in the midst of trying in difficult times, uncertain times, um, then we're, we're not leading correctly. We're yeah. not living by example. And so uh, the, the kid, it's funny, my, my daughter is six years old. She knows who's running for, for or who ran for president. She. She was up on all the election stuff as much as a six-year-old can be, and we yeah. really don't have it on that much in yeah. the house. But but they're sensitive to those things. They 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 know what's up, and but what it shows me is is your, your children are watching how you're leading. Yes. Are you projecting a heart of thank, thankfulness to the Lord, mm. even in the midst of whatever you're going through? Because there there is power in giving thanks. It's, yeah. Thanksgiving can be so cliche, but when you're really taking your eyes off of that which you think you don't have and placing your eyes on what you know you do have in Christ, Mm -hmm. it changes everything. You know, um, Thanksgiving uh, on a Thursday. Friday is known as Black Friday. It's a day that you go out shopping and going crazy. And so it's such a picture of how easy it is to forget of all the things that we're thankful for that the next day we go out and get all the things that we sometimes don't need. you know, not to put down Black Friday. My wife loves to do that stuff. A lot of people like to, to go shopping. But I think it's all important to have a perspective and to not just go through the motions of Thanksgiving and really be thankful, especially this year, for what you have. Like you said, so many mm. things are taken from us. Our freedom was taken from us. Uh, you know, people were challenged by the health issues that were facing so many and just the restrictions that were there. And the Bible says to give thanks in all things. Mm all things, and that is a prayer. You, do you want to share something, Scott? I wanted to read something. This is one of the Psalms I love, and it's the prayer of thanksgiving that David reads in Psalm 9. And um, he says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all of your marvelous works. You know, you said you sit at the table and ask everybody, you know, what they're thankful for. That's what he's talking about there. Mm-hmm. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to you, uh, to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sat at the th- on the throne, judging in righteousness. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Amen. And he goes on and just begins to give thanks for all that God has done in delivering them and providing for them and protecting them and leading them and guiding them. And I think that's something 
that needs to go back into what Thanksgiving is all about. I like what you said about the non-commercialized yeah. Thanksgiving. We need to go back to that. One of the first scriptures that my son, and you actually mentioned it, uh, Wade, uh, when he was in preschool, he was told to memorize Psalm 107, verse 1. Uh, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And it was a simple truth, but always stuck, stood with me so so much. I'm like, that's a cool truth for a young child to recognize, because days are challenging. You know, Job, in his own words, says to his wife, shall we praise God in only times of prosperity? Shouldn't we also praise God in times of adversity? That is vital. And in the days we're living in today, as 2021 is right around the corner, 2020 every month had a change in direction uh, so much adjustment that had to take place in our lives so, so much of our faith has been tested and through challenges um, we can gain so much if we look at it from a lens of, of God's Holy Spirit um, because uh, things can be overwhelming I know I, I've been overwhelmed different times I know I've been stressed out at various times um, and when I go through challenges, I am thankful like when I get home at night and I got my I got my wife, I have my children and I'm able to be with them. It kind of like puts me at ease on stuff. I always have the Lord. Obviously, God's always with me. But there is something that is special when you know that you have a family that cares for you, loves you. And uh, I don't know, it helps put things in perspective. And then also both of you guys mentioned the impact that we have on our children of giving thanks. You know, one thing that me and Nicole were talking about <laughs> was that our children never really experienced the the COVID-19 effects, per se. Not not to the extreme. Obviously, we know that schools changed. My kids kind of started already in a hybrid homeschool, so they already had that. Getting their sports taken away was, was tough, but I got them a basketball rim and tried to keep active as much as possible. But as far as the fear and the doubt and the confusion, they didn't really see that because we have learned to trust in the Lord. And we saw this as an opportunity. And our, the world around us was living in fear and doubt and confusion, um, but we weren't. And I, I want our children to realize that, that no matter what the circumstances, no matter how things fall into place you know things don't always work out as we want them to and we have to submit to god as to a faithful creator i always say that i say that in my prayer often lord this is lord have your way in my life lord open up doors of opportunity lord you know heal my my dad or heal my mom or heal my, my brother my my sister my friend whoever it may be but at the end of the day i submit to you as to a faithful creator meaning you know better than i do and I am to give thanks to the Lord in all things. Mm. Um, how, why is it, Wade, so important to give thanks? You know, I think of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, as it, it rattles off all of these truths to do, like to abstain from evil, um, to um, pray without ceasing, and to give thanks in all things, for this is the will of God, it says. That... the. The whole <laughs> a great issue that people struggle with is that very thing. What is the will of God for my life? And mm -hmm. what is the will of God in this situation? Um, but nothing connects you to the heart of God more than thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, the heart and the world and the enemy and the flesh want to get our minds wrapped up and distracted on mm -hmm. things that are so out of our control. And when we become thankful, we the Bible says every, gi every good and perfect gift comes from above. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. And when you are when you are walking in this this genuine fellowship with the Lord, you're you're thankful for the gifts that He's bestowed upon you, um, for the children He's given you, for your health, for mm-hmm. whatever that is in your own life. And um, whenever for for those who are this could be a difficult time for a lot of people too. Um, but whenever we find ourselves in trying times or our heart is overwhelmed. Um, we're going through some sort of discouragement or despondency. A good practice is to just start praising the Lord for everything, yeah. because it connects you. It connects you to the heart of God. Um, I think about Jesus praying and to the Father in John chapter 17, and he was about to go through some pretty intense mm. suffering. Obviously, um, the, the the arrest in the garden, the 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 trials and the crucifixion, and everything that came alongside of that. But he was praying for his disciples. He's thanking his fa- the Father for them, mm. and um, they were difficult at times. Yeah. <laughs> they were not the best learners at times. Um, they were, some of them had challenging characters at times. But Jesus still prayed for them, yeah. and he looked at them as he said, "Father, you gave them to me." And we got to look at members in our family that way, people yeah. in our lives that way, friends. You have put these people in my life. Are many of them flawed? Yeah, but so am I. Yeah. And I'm thankful for them, Lord. I'm thankful yeah. for uh, the friends that I have. I'm thankful for the family that I have. And, and it connects your heart to God because yeah. thankfulness is it's, it's, a, it's a heart of prayer. Yeah. And it, it's, you're not coming to the, to the Lord and just asking. You're partaking in this genuine relationship. And, and, and all of you parents out there that are listening to this right now, uh, what would it do for you if your teenager just came up to you and just said, I'm so thankful for how hard you work and mm-hmm. <laughs> putting a roof over my head, and <laughs> yeah. I'm thankful that I have that I have food in my refrigerator. Dad, thank you for, for doing everything you do for us. It, it brings mm-hmm. pleasure to your heart. Yeah. Oh, my kid, it, he sees, he recognizes, it pleases me. And we, if we want to just simply please the Lord, mm-hmm. thank, thank him yeah. for everything he's done. Scott, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for lots. Uh, for honestly, very simple things. I'm sim- I'm thankful for my family. Thank you for my faith. Thank you for God's grace and His blessings, His mercy, uh, all those things. I'm 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 really I really do have a lot to be thankful for, and I I don't I don't take that lightly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of the things I always try to instill in my kids all the time is because they don't know where I came from. Mm-hmm. And we had very little when we were growing up, you know. My kids right now think that we're rich, and we're not, you know. But we're rich in the things that it counts. And I tell my kids all the time, you guys have no idea, you know, especially since I've traveled so much and seen what the world is like, hmm. you know, um, what we have, and not just the material things, but what we have in spiritual things, what we have in, uh, you know, in, 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 in historical things hmm. and, and our cultural things, are, they're super important, super meaningful, hmm. deep things. And I, I think that, like you said, we're losing, we're losing the power and, and the meaning behind Thanksgiving by making it like a holiday instead of an attitude of the heart that we need to keep throughout the entire year. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, th- I don't think us here ever does that because we're thankful all the time. We always talk about it, you know. But I, I, don't, I, I can't see that I see that across the board with a lot of people. I think we need to get back to that, like yeah. just a heart of Thanksgiving for because there's a lot of people, and you guys know this, we deal with it all the time, a lot of people that are a lot less fortunate than us yeah. in a lot of areas, health-wise, uh, material possessions-wise, uh, you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually. 
And we have so much to be thankful for in this nation. That, that perspective is so important. It changes things. I think what I was sharing earlier, it changes things. It changes your heart. You know, I think it's very easy to get overwhelmed with life. I think it's very easy to look at other people and think that they're living this life of prosperity and you're not. And, you know, the, the sayings of um, the grass is green, always green on the other side or keeping up with the Joneses and uh, all that kind of aspect. And you you start to neglect what God has given to you. You know, I, I really think that you look at the Ten Commandments of the word, the covetousness, I, you bring it up and it's like, it, it seems like it pales in comparison to adultery, murder, and all the other things that are found in the Ten Commandments. But the Lord put it there for a reason, because a heart of covetousness, of going after things that you don't have, thinking that that's going to bring fulfillment, has destroyed so many people's lives. And it's also in a way of kind of rebelling against what God has given to you. And the Lord wants us to find our sufficiency in him and what he's given to us in our lives because sometimes we look at um, if i have this i'm going to be fulfilled if i have this i'm going to be fulfilled but it's not it's not true and that's why it is so very important to give thanks in all things way like what, what are you thankful for what are some of the things that are just so simple in your heart to just kind of give thanks for i'm thankful for all my friends in my life you know i'm thankful for you guys i'm thankful for this church i'm thankful hmm. for my, obviously, my wife and my kids. You know, I, I look at my life, and um, I mean, we can all say this, but a lot of foundational things were ha, were taken from me. The enemy is ripped off uh, by means of family and and a lot of other things. And uh, when the Lord begins to restore those things in your life, yeah. um, you know they're from God, and you begin to steward them. You know, you begin to steward friendships. You begin to steward family. I mean, my daughter came down the stairs this morning, and I was just, like, just holding her and, like, thanking the Lord for her, you know? Mm. Just the joy that your children bring into your life. There's, I'm, I'm thankful for opportunity, you know, that, that He gives you. And, and having a heart of thankfulness, not, not just today, but continually in your relationship with the Lord. I think that that's why Paul said that this is the will of God. Because he mm. also said in Colossians that beware, beware of covetousness, which is idolatry. Mm. Covetousness steals your heart from God. Yeah. And it puts your mind and your, and your heart on, on other things that uh, rob you of fellowship with God. Mm. And the heart of man is never content until it finds contentment in Christ. Mm. And that's what thankfulness does. Thank, thankful for the cross. Thankful for salvation. Thankful that we serve a risen Lord. Thank you for all the promises of God. Thank you for the confidence that God is going to complete the work he's begun in our life, mm -hmm. that he really is our shepherd, that he really is going to provide. He really, even though we can't see the next step, he really is guiding our life. He really mm -hmm. is going before us. Um, and it puts our minds and our hearts back on truth. Because what a heart of fear or covetousness or doubt or unbelief or discouragement it, our, our hearts and our minds are focused on on the lies and the deception of our own hearts and of the enemy and when we begin begin to come become thankful we remind ourselves who god really is mm. that he's present he's a very present help in our time of need that he's mm. always there that he's always good i think there's a reason we all love this psalm in psalm 27 um uh, david even at the end of it he would encourage himself to wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. But at the beginning of it, he would say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? 
-hmm. He says, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may, may encamp against me, this I will be confident. Mm. He reminds himself of God's past, faithful, past faithfulness. God, you've always been good. You've always protected me. You've always had me covered. And then he allows himself to get simple. He says, one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. Mm. And that's what thankfulness does. It allows you to simplify life, to remain confident. He even says in verse 8, when my father and my mother forsook me, the Lord stayed with me. Yeah. So what the point I'm making is when, you, when you're thankful, you're connected to the heart of God, you're remembering. There's a reason why there was this constant exhortation and commandment, whether it was of Moses or Joshua, to remember. Remember what your God did in Egypt. Remember what he did in the wilderness. Remember when we came into the promised land. Yeah. We have to be thankful. Yeah. Yeah, there's a constant um, encouragement to those in the, in, the, in the Word of God, whether with Moses or Joshua and those that were called to um, recite or to, you know, write down what has taken place for the generations to come as they see the thankfulness and the, the faithfulness of God. You know, I've been going through the book of Genesis and going through the life of Joseph. It's phenomenal because you see God's hand upon his life even through times of a lot of adversity but you saw his relationship with the lord and his faithfulness to the lord in the shadows and nobody was looking like god honored those steps and though you know curveballs were thrown his way he was able to stay faithful to the lord you know for for myself being thankful i'm thankful for my for my wife my children like you guys my friends uh, my family um, th this last year my dad had a couple close calls you guys know um, he could have passed away. It was very close both, both times. He had to be taken in the paramedics. And I know that that day will come for all of us. Our parents will go to be with the Lord. And, um, but the Lord was able to sustain him. And I always kind of think I'm already kind of a, an introspective kind of person. I kind of think about those things like when is that last day going to be? You know, what's going to be my last words to my family? What are the last words going to be to me? Uh, to my, my parents and stuff, or my brothers. Um, and so I think for myself, it's just even more so of like, no, don't take those relationships for granted. You know, time gets tough. You know, sometimes not able to answer all those phone calls sometimes. Sometimes uh, there's a lot of phone calls, but I've learned to, to make sure that you take time. Um, don't take days for granted. So like I said, thankful for my, our nation, uh, we're thankful Lord, for the church that we've been called to, for our pastor, for Raul, for Dale, all these guys that have poured into us. The congregation here, obviously, uh, have been a blessing to us because we know they pray for us a lot. Um, I, I believe God has great things in store for Golden Springs here, and I know you guys feel the same way. Uh, just some final words to the congregation, Scott, mm. uh, as we all embark on this Thanksgiving of 2020. What words would you want to leave with them? You know, um, as we are getting closer to the end of the year, which is, um, it's always a bittersweet thing. You know, I encourage people when they start thinking about Thanksgiving and who they're going to spend time with to, to really think about those that not too many people think about. You know, there's a lot of people out there need loved ones that are maybe kind of uh, disconnected from the family member, maybe uh, those that are too far from home, just to, just to love those that are around you. You know, just really love them and pour into them. Like you said, I like what you said about you know, making sure that the last words you speak are, are good things, you know, because you never know. You just never, never know, know what these days hold. And uh, uh, embrace the ones that are close to you. Um, 
it's never a wrong thing to, to, to remind somebody, Hey man, I love you. You know, like just a friend or just someone you work with, like, and just let them know how, how much they mean to you. And I think that's the, the heart of God, just like reaching out to them. I got a lot of people that are right now that I just, I'm, I minister alongside and, and with, and I think sometimes they feel like they get lost in the crowd, you know, mm. but this is the time of the year, not, not to get sentimental per se, but just get to get, to get personal with them. Okay. Hey, Thank you for all that you do. Thank, thanks for serving the Lord, and thank you for being faithful, and and then giving thanks to God on our own. You know, thankful, thankful for every breath, for every day that the sun comes up, that we're able to to be with our families and be with our loved ones. Because a lot of people have lost loved ones this yeah. year, so yeah. taking time to embrace what we have. You know, Wade, I would just say to love one another, love one another, genuinely love one another with the love of God, willing to serve, willing to sacrifice, willing to give of, give of, give of self for the betterment. Of of another, whether it's family, friends, people around you, mm. and uh, yeah, I would just say that. Stay simple. Oh, good. Thanks to the Lord for He is good for His mercy endures forever. Psalm one hundred seven, verse one, First Thessalonians chapter five, seventeen. Mm-hmm. It says, "In all things, give thanks for this is the will of 16. God." Those, those, huh? Sixteen. Sixteen. 16. Um, such an amazing, amazing scripture. It's so simple. So as you gather to this time of year with your family, don't make this Thanksgiving a special Thanksgiving. Um, start traditions in your family if you don't already. As, as the guy said, give thanks to those that are around you. Um, pray. Pray. Thank the Lord always. Thank the Lord for sustaining you. Thank the Lord for giving you life. Thank the Lord for giving you grace where your life could have been ripped off many years ago like our lives could have been ripped off many years ago, but God's faithfulness and His grace upon our lives, He pursued us with uh, an everlasting love. And we're looking at the world today that has gone through so much this year. They are in need of good news. They are in need of the joy that comes from giving thanks. So pray. Pray that God would move in the lives of so many people across this nation, that God would do an amazing, amazing work. We love you guys so much. And what we'd like you guys to do is on this video, share it with your friends and family. Also, comment below uh, what you're thankful for. And we'd love to hear from you. Make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to our Somebody Loves You YouTube Worldwide as we have a lot of fresh content that's going to be coming up. We love you guys and have an amazing Thanksgiving. Take care.